Going to be a guest on a podcast is a fantastic way to generate visibility and generate leads for your business. And it's amazing, right? You get to go talk about yourself, talk about your business and reach new audiences. And it all seems so ideal. But like most things, it's never that easy. And so today I am so pleased, Christina Linkowski, she is an expert publicity strategist, specifically in the realm of podcasting. And I am so excited that she's here to clarify how to make this all work for you in your business. I am Selena Guerrero. This is the Thrive Biz Chat, where we talk about what it really takes to run a thriving service business. I am also the founder of the 90 Day Sales Director, where I help CEOs and consultants who are in sales overwhelm and want to get past that revenue ceiling, get them their marketing and sales systems up and running, and maybe even do some hires so they can move into multiple six and seven figure businesses. Christina, it is a pleasure to have you here. I am going to introduce you so everybody knows how amazing you are. <laughs> Christina Lenkowski is a forward thinking publicity strategist and educator for online course creators, service providers, and coaches looking to expand their credibility bring in new customers and go from best kept secret to go to expert in their industries. Sign me up. During <laughs> her 13 years of PR agency and consulting work, she helped clients earn spots in print publications like Martha Stewart Living, Sunset, that's a fave, Reader's Digest and Big Life and online coverage on, uh, in msn.com and travelchannel.com among others. Christina herself has been featured on websites like medium.com and ceohacks.com. She's been a guest on many podcasts, including her Empire Builder, Hustle Like a Mother, Health Coach Nation, and Launch It Girl, and helped her clients get booked on many others. She's spoken on stages at conferences throughout the Pacific Northwest and Midwest, and Christina lives in Boise, Idaho, USA, with her husband and daughter. Christina, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to get into this because I know this is a really important way that businesses can get in get their voices heard and seen mm -hmm. by new audiences. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Selena. I am so, so excited to be here. I apologize for the cold that I have, everybody. Um, but uh, I couldn't help. I wanted to get out here, talk about this with your audience today. And I also love that you said Sunset is a personal favorite because it is one of my personal favorite uh, magazines as well. And I think one of the only ones I still get delivered um, like that I still am like, yeah. I want the print version. <laughs> like I want to look at it. I want to daydream. And so, yes, it's a, it's a great publication. So I, I love that you put that aside in there. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, like get my coffee, get my tea, snuggle up in my little. Exactly. Chair. Exactly. <laughs> look at people's beautiful homes that my home will never look like, but I can dream. I can dream. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah. Maybe we can start with a little bit of, uh, I just, I like to talk about like, what are we really talking about? What, how do we break down these terms? This is something I commonly do on these conversations because I feel like we throw these words around like publicity, mm -hmm. which is a particularly sort of one that I think a lot of people, there's a lot of mystery behind. I think yes. even like we're going to talk about how to pitch to be a guest on a podcast. And so let's just uh, start there, Christina, just like yes. help us help the audience understand where, what are we talking about here? 
Yes, I love that you asked this because truly, if I ask 10 different people what they think publicity is, I will get 10 different answers. You know, some people will will kind of be like, um, press releases. You know, some people are like a thing that I see on Mad Men. I don't really know, you know. So I want to talk about what exactly publicity is um, and how it falls into your business. So your marketing in your business should have three distinct categories, and that is owned, earned, and paid. So owned media is the stuff that, no surprise, you own your social media, your website, um, anything that you have control over. So you're able to say what goes on there, what doesn't, et cetera. Paid media um, or paid marketing is, no shock here, stuff that you pay for. So maybe that's Facebook ads, maybe that's print ads, maybe that's um, like an influencer campaign, you know, something that you work with somebody and you give them money, money is exchanged. And then the last part of that is earned. And earned marketing is what we focus on and that is publicity. And so what that means is that a third party is talking about you, writing about you, having you on their platform and no money is exchanged. And so that's what publicity really comes down to is you're getting this endorsement or getting on a new platform from somebody that's that you don't own. You don't own that platform. You don't get to say right. what goes out there, what doesn't, et cetera. Um, and you're also not paying for that opportunity. Perfect. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cause I, it's funny. I, the way I view the world is like, <clears throat> you know, from a, from a sales perspective, sort of like, who do we already have in our like world, like email, right? Who are our followers? And then yeah. who's the third ring? And so you've kind of covered some of it. So just, I organize the world a little differently and I just love that it is either paid owned or earned. And we're talking yes. about how do we earn someone's trust to allow them uh, to get them to show us to their world, essentially. Right. We have exactly. Trust, right. Mm -hmm. So publicity, can you, can you just break that down a little, like a one step further? Yeah. I mean, I think a common question is like, well, what's the difference between publicity and PR or public relations is a term that people, you know, use a lot or hear a lot. So publicity is one distinct part of public relations. So public relations kind of encompasses, like if you have someone on your team that handles public relations, publicity would be a part of that. But they're okay. also focusing on stakeholder relations, employee relations, community relations. They're kind of, you know, managing all those different things for you, publicity being a part of that. Whereas what we focus on exclusively and what publicity is, is just that media coverage. So media outlets, podcasts, print. I mean, we only focus on podcasts, but that's what, you know, falls into publicity, podcasts, mm -hmm. print, TV, radio, you know, any kind of opportunity like that. Okay. And I understand you're used to kind of cover all of that. And now you've I did, yes. the last couple of years, just to really focus on podcasting. So I, at the top of the show, I always liked, we kind of miss this part, but just why, why that? Why podcasting? I'm yeah. like everything you could be doing in the universe. Christina, yeah, it's a great why question. Is that something you're you're yeah. doing on a day to day basis for your clients. It's a great question, and it 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 is funny because um, sometimes people will start working with us, and and I'll just humble brag here for a moment, but they'll be like, "Yeah, great. So I've loved working with you on this. Like, so can you handle print? You know, can we do these other things? No, no. And the reason is like I only do podcasts is because I think that it is the most low barrier entry point 
for entrepreneurs that are looking to start publicity work. There are over a million podcasts out there. There is so much opportunity for you to get out in front of new audiences. And I just think that the opportunity there is amazing. And that I think being able to share your voice says something way mm. more. Talk about your voice, your story, et cetera, is really going to up that no like, and trust factor with people way more than maybe seeing that you were quoted in a magazine or maybe you had mm. a feature, you know, or not a feature, but maybe you were, they interviewed you on TV. Those things are great. Don't get me wrong. But for me, the biggest kind of return is when people are able to tell their story, talk about why it is they do what they do. Um, and then people just want to know them. They want to get to know them more, stuff like that. The other thing that I think is really special about podcasts is, you know, at the end of this interview and at the end of pretty much any interview you're on, the host is going to say, okay, Christina, so how can people find out more about you? And I get to give a specific call to action. I get to say, hey, this is where you can come and find out more information about me. When you are featured in a magazine, let's say you get quoted in a magazine, you don't get that opportunity. It's just going to say, oh, publicity is great, said Christina Linkowski, CEO of Publicity <laughs> by Christina. Like, and again, that's nothing wrong. You get to then put that on your website. Like, absolutely, it's a credibility builder. But when it comes to getting people over to you, being a guest on podcasts is, a, in my mind, a much bigger opportunity. Well, it has the, that digital element. I totally agree. I, I've looked in, I've read like certain mag, whatever, Entrepreneur Magazine or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that person sounds interesting. And I have to like go Google them, you know? Like yeah, they, exactly. I don't know if they, do they, I don't know if they like allow that now, like things, times have changed whatever, but just like, oh my gosh, it's so annoying, right? You have to, because it's, it, it has a sort of like, like we're a publication and we're not about letting anybody sell. We're just, we're going to give exactly. you an opportunity, to have your name in our magazine and, and that's enough, right? We, right and it's it's frustrating so it's actually the same with tv too what you say is like you can't just go on like a t you'll even watch on the today show or things like that if like someone comes on as a guest unless they have a book they aren't allowed to talk about like what it is what kind of products that they offer that type of thing i didn't quite connect even the digital piece right just that the media mm -hmm. access uh, at least in the show notes, or even like people often, you know, yeah. even verbally say the URL <laughs> like, yep. uh, or where to so. follow them on social. Absolutely. And people can go and just do that really quickly and easily. Awesome. Okay. So, so we've kind of talked about why podcasts, you've kind of made a, mm -hmm. a really compelling argument, frankly, uh, not surprisingly around, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. there's a, there are so many, it, it's yeah. like free, you know, you yeah. get to give your link, you get to yeah. direct somebody to your, to your services. So like, this is all amazing. And it's interesting because I think, um, you know, I want to talk about sort of like the premise of this conversation is like, what is the secret to, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> getting to the right podcast with the right audience. And I think it's so funny because it's so easy. This is often what I talk about. Like, like, okay, here's, I'm now I'm in sales. So I, maybe I somewhat know to do this, but it's, I think it's pretty obvious. Like you make a list of people or podcasts, you know, you, you know, you tell them what you're going to do and then you go after them. And it's just simply not that easy. It's not, it's, 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 it's there's, there's like, it's so funny. Right. Because I think in business yeah. so many times, like on the surface, it seems so simple, but like, I know that 
I know, and I've been there too. Like, why is why are people doing that? What are these mistakes when they basically take the general premise and just mm-hmm. it never works out? They're spending a gazillion hours and nothing's. They're not getting on the right ones. They're not getting on any, or they're getting on the wrong yeah. ones. Like, can you break that down a little bit for us? Hundred um, percent. So I think that there are a couple mistakes that people kind of make regularly, and one is that they do what we call the spray and pray method. So it's almost like what you said is that they just, they're like, okay, let me just find a hundred podcasts. I'm just going to write down those podcasts. I'm going to write down the name of the host, the email, and then they send everybody the exact same thing. So they send everybody a not personalized email, literally where it just says, Hey host, or Hey there, you know, things like that. There's no personalization in there at all. Um, and then the story ideas or the topic ideas don't even make sense for that person's audience. Um, and I will say that for many hosts, you could talk to, and I don't know, Selena, if you even have this experience, but like 95% of the pitches they get are absolute trash and they know that it is not personalized to them. They know this person has never even looked at their show, listened to a little bit of their show. And I'm not saying you have to listen to like five episodes of their show, but like, listen to 15 minutes, like figure out what their vibe is, get something that you can kind of put in there that has some kind of connection piece. I just think this, like, I got to send out as many pitches as possible is a huge mistake that people make at the beginning. I would always rather send out 10 solid researched pitches than a hundred spray and pay spray and pray level pitches. I will get a better response from those 10 if I took the time to research them and send them solid, great pitches. Um, So I think that that's one thing um, that people kind of do and kind of the biggest mistake that I would say I see, I see people make. Um, And then, you know, the other thing that I kind of see people do is, yeah, they, they, they feel like they only need to go on the biggest shows or they only should Mm be pitching the biggest shows. Like they're like, well, if I can't get on, you know, Pat Flynn or, um, Amy Porterfield, like, what's the point, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, well, um, you know, I've even had people sometimes in sales call, they're like, I want to be on Joe Rogan. I'm like, first of all, no, you don't. And second of all, <laughs> like, um, second of all, like, that's, I, I don't think that's who you're really, who your ideal customer is. Like, you're just thinking, oh, that's someone that has a huge audience. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a big shift that people need to have is that you need to just be looking at who your ideal customer is and not worrying about the size of a show. So we actually don't know how big a show is before we pitch it. Like that information is not public. So I don't know how many downloads a show has. I don't know anything like that. There are people that are like, oh, there's lists out there. They're not accurate. Okay. I'll tell you right now. So you really need to be looking into like, who is that audience member? And people will get hung up on like, let's say they find out, oh, this show, they only have a hundred downloads. I don't really think that's worth um, my time. (laughs) Um, if I was told that there was going to be a hundred of my ideal customers in a room, you better believe I'll be booking my flight, booking my hotel room, getting in there to get in front of that ideal customer. So when you have the opportunity to get in front of an audience that again is full of your ideal people, even if it's 20 people take that opportunity to get in front of them. They trust the host that they're listening to. And so they're going to take what you're saying at a way higher value than if they just found you cold off of another avenue. 
Okay, mic drop. Sorry, I got on my soapbox there, but I get, no, totally. I get real worked up about that. Yeah. No, I am so worked up about this on the sales side, right? It's like spray and pray. Like, I can't tell you how many messages I get. I mean, and the podcast yeah. side too. I mean, I get like, you know, yeah. like these templated stuff. And it's so weird to me. I don't know. It's like, there's a thing in the water and everybody just feels like that's what everybody's doing. So I guess I'm supposed to do it. Like, I don't honestly, I, st- I, I was asked, you know, before we got on live here, I was asking him, like, yeah. why is it, what is it about that spray and pray? Because it's completely useless. You know, it, it, it just, it's aggravating. It upset. There's okay. Yeah. So, and I will just say yeah. to our audience that I was approached by Christina and her company and yes. it was like, I felt like butterflies and rainbows all around me. And I am, <laughs> I am saying that. It was like, oh, we're my not God, paying finally. her. We're not paying her. She's saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, yeah. somebody's actually speaking to me yeah. and mm-hmm. what I do and what you're about and why we're mm-hmm. like so good together and why yeah. it's not just serving you. It's serving me. And it's like, it's not that hard. And this is, yeah. on the, you know, like, as I said, on the sales, I was like, to take a minute, like, just take a beat. Right. And just say, okay, what is it that you know, I'm about, and what is it that they're about and how do I establish essentially criteria, like some very mm-hmm. simple criteria for what that means. So I'm on my soapbox about that too. It is crazy. Yeah. And it's shocking. It is shocking how that message comes through like a bright light. It, it just, it mm-hmm. just shines through. It is so differentiated from this automated, you know, copy paste that it, it rises to the, to, that is the message I want to say to our audiences that it, yes. will, it rises to the top immediately. And you can always tell it's just, it was kind of shocking. Yes. almost. <laughs> I love that you said that because that exactly goes on that point of how I'd rather send 10 quality, solid connection pieces like you're saying to hosts that are really going to notice that we've taken the time to do that work based on sending a hundred pitches to people that are going to look exactly the same. It's immediately going to go on their trash box. Like that is the big difference. And I hope that your, your listeners are hearing that is like, yeah, it's going to take you some more time on the front end, but it's, it's going to give you a way better shot at the results that you want. You know, we don't hear yes all the time. That would be awesome, but we don't, you know, but we know that at the end of the day, we sent out the best pitch we possibly could. And that also means that for a lot of those hosts, we might go back to them later with another guest or even the same guest, but different story ideas. And they're open to it. <laughs> That's my dog. Sorry. I was like, what's happening? Okay. Okay. All right. We're good. They were also fired up about this. You guys, they understood what was happening. Um, so yes, I, I think that that's a really, really good, good point to make, you know, is just that we're going to take this extra time. And even if if we don't get a yes, we know that that host is going to have a really great, they're still going to open our pitches right? Like, even if they're like, this wasn't at, for the right time, or this isn't the right guest for me, for whatever reason, you know, we just recorded an episode on this, but it hasn't been released yet. X, Y, Z, it's all good. There's a million reasons why, but we know that the next time they get our pitch, they're going to open it. And I think that that's really important to remember is like, yeah, maybe you get a no right now, but that doesn't mean that it's a no forever. And I think that that's, that's also a big part about knowing that you put out the best thing you possibly could. Absolutely. And I just, I wanted to, kind of, I'm so sorry. And my dog is having a 
Um, But, you know, it is, I want to talk about time for a second, because I feel like we're always talking, like, I know it's, you know, we're almost like covering, like, we're always like, well, I know it's going to take more time. You know, I know it's going to take a time to do the research, but like, is it really more time in the end? I don't think so. I mean, totally. It depends on how you look at it. You know, I mean, for us, like I would say we average in sending a, a, a quality pitch, we probably do spend 20 to 30 minutes on that pitch, you know, per one that we send, um, because we aren't listening to the show a little bit. We're trying to get to know the host. We might check out their socials, see if there's something there that is a connection, you know, something like that. Um, but I think that an important part to that is to remember that like how, okay, let me back up for a second. Like what I really want my clients to get on and what I try to get on myself is an average of two shows a month. Okay. So that's not anything crazy, right? Like two shows a month, but at the end of the year, that's 24 shows that I've been on. And my business is definitely going to look different at the end of the year than it did at the beginning of the year. I'll say that, but this average means that like, you don't need to be pitching all the time. You don't need to be pitching, you know, 24 seven, things like that. How I actually pitch personally, um, when I'm pitching myself and even with a lot of my clients, I do what I call a pitch sprint. So I actually will set aside one day, a quarter, And I will just get in it and spend my whole day sending pitches. And so during the course of that day, I'll send, you know, 12 to maybe 15 pitches. And that's going to set me up for that to an average over the next quarter or so typically, because I'm sending again, those researched quality pitches. And so I think that that's important to remember is like, you don't need to be doing this all the time, set aside one day, a quarter hit it really hard on that day, do your follow-up a couple of weeks later, because the follow-up is very, very important, just like in sales, excuse me. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to fall as, as it will, but once a quarter doesn't have to be a every day or every week type thing. Yeah. And I want to clarify when I said, does it really take more time? If you took eight hours in a day, like you're talking about, I love this idea of the sprint pitch. That's just really exciting. Um, And you just compared that to doing a spray and pray, Yes, totally. Right. I, I wasn't, it wasn't saying, you know, yeah, I'm just saying like, not like, not the time for each. It just, if you actually, I mean, you know, we should like AB test this someday, right? I'm Maybe you have already, <laughs> right? But you know what I mean? And, and I think this idea, I, I know we, I don't know if we really talked about the word pitch, because I know that's frightening to a lot of people. And I, I guess one thing I want to share before, if you, if you don't mind, before you answer that question around the word pitch is that if Someone out there approaches me in a way that is, that is, uh, that lets me know that they understand who I am, they've clarified who they are, and that we have a lot to, to gain by working together in some way. Or even if, um, if it's not even a podcast, but if it's a sales, if it's like, if I have a real problem and someone's coming to me and saying XYZ, I am going to be personally thrilled. Why am I going to be thrilled? Because it is so hard to find good guests. It is so hard Mm -hmm. to find good services, right? We, for someone to identify me and put a little shine, a little love light on me and saying, Mm -hmm. I think you might have this issue and I could help you that. And if it's done in the right way, but it's turned in sales and pitching and all of that has turned into something that it's just like this horrible thing because the way that it's typically done is bad. And, but I'm just saying like, I love that. I'll tell you a quick example. I was, this is maybe not the best example, but 
we had this tree in the back and it, unfortunately it, it was died and we had to have it removed. And this guy kind mm-hmm. of came to my door and he says, Hey, I see you have a really dead tree out there. And like, would you like it cut? And I said, you know what? I would love to, but we just hired somebody. Like he was on the money, right? Like yeah. I, if it's like, it's totally. not so, so, so just getting into, I think it's actually really just a total mind shift. Let's Christina, please break down for the audience. What is it? Like, what is a pitch? Why is it yeah. scary? What is it really? What is the yes. point of it? All that. Hundred percent, and I also think that what you said about the mind shift—I want to talk about that with pitching as well, for sure. Um, pitching is really okay. So basically, what a pitch is, uh, particularly when it comes to like a media pitch or a podcast pitch or something like that, is you putting yourself up for consideration to be a guest on or to you know be a, a source or something like that for for somebody's show. So that's really what it breaks down to. You're just saying like you know, like Selena said, you're saying like, Hey, I know that I could come on and talk about X, Y, Z. And I think that your audience would really benefit from hearing me talk about X, Y, Z guys. That's it. That's it. But people definitely have, um, real fear around putting themselves out there, particularly women, um, about putting themselves out there, that fear of rejection, you know, they're going to put it out there. They're not going to hear back. They're going to get a no, et cetera. I'm here to tell you, yeah, that is going to happen. <laughs> you know, like it, it is going to happen and, and that's okay. And it has nothing to do with you. So as long as you send a solid pitch, we get yeses, we get no's, we get ghosted. That absolutely happens. There's no question about it. But the thing is, is we don't necessarily always know the reasons why. And if we actually get the chance to talk to a host and ask them why, you would be shocked. Like, usually it's just like, oh, I've already got, I'm done. Like I'm done recording for the next six months or like, um, oh, we just had someone come on and talk about that. It just hasn't aired yet. Um, or whatever. It's not like, oh, that person didn't have enough followers or, oh, I didn't, whatever. No, that's not, that's not ever the issue. And so I want you to remember that like, you will have rejection in this, but don't, you cannot take it personally. Um, and so just remember that move forward with that. The other thing that I was going to say is, I don't know how y'all thought awards shows worked, but I think this is a great example of pitching. So, so I used to always think like, you know, you'd see an award show, like maybe a, a local business award or something like that. And someone would be awarded something. And I was like, oh, that's wonderful. People acknowledged what a great job so-and-so did and they gave you know here they are giving them this award it wasn't until i was way too old to know this that you apply for award shows like you say like here are the reasons why i think that i should win this award and there's people that are judging it you know there's a panel of judges whatever they make that choice and you either win the award or you don't that is how pitching works and how you need to look at it too is like People, I think a lot of times think podcasts will just fall into my lap or they fell into my competitor's lap or whatever. No, that is not how it worked. Selena didn't reach out to me. She didn't, she wasn't like, hey, Christina, I see you're crushing it with podcast pitching. Um, Do you want to come on my show? Now, granted, does that happen? Yeah. And it's awesome when it does. But most of the time we are reaching out to hosts. We are reaching out and saying, this is why we think such and such client 
could provide value to your audience or should be a guest on your show. She, she or he judges that. They take a look at it and they say yes, or they say no, you know, and either way we have a decision, but that's the way that you need to look at pitching. And I think that that is a big mindset shift for people because they think stuff will fall in their lap or they think that stuff falls in their competitors laps. And if you have a competitor that is always getting on shows, I can tell you right now, they are doing that because they're pitching themselves to shows. So again, soapbox activated, but I think that it's really important to understand like what a pitch is and why it's important. It's, Selena's okay, looking so at me like, I'm maybe a, I'm crazy. So I'm a little worried. No, oh my God. I'm just like, <laughs> we're so on the same page. Like, I'm like, oh God. Okay. Cause I'm just like trying to get my thoughts together. Cause I don't want to repeat what you said, but yes to everything you said. And so again, I know I said this earlier in our conversation, but like, again, I'm think when I think about helping people grow their businesses, right? Here's the biggest problem. They talk to the same audiences. Like they have their email list, which they're, de you know, Every week they're sending their own channels, their own channels. Yes. Oh, right. Right. Exactly. Yes. You got yeah. their own mm -hmm. like, email and they've opted yes. in. They love me. They want to hear from me and I'm sending them something yes. at least a minimum once a week. Right. Then there's kind of like the second, you know, the kind of, I think about concentric circles. The second sort of tier is like followers, right? I don't, those aren't, that's not mm -hmm. really owned, right? That's uh, what is it? Which one is that? If, oh, like on social media. If I have followers on social media, what category? Yeah, that's that still owned because no, it is owned yeah. because you own their, you own the channel. Yeah, but Facebook could get, die tomorrow, right? Well, not... yes, I shouldn't say you own the channel, but you own your account on that channel. Like you, you own it. You, you, okay. you get to say what goes out and what doesn't. But I don't have, I don't get to say how much people actually see my content, right? No, like, you don't. No. Right. So, so no. yes. Okay. Just technically in your world, that's it. But just to say yeah. it's a little looser than if somebody has an email. Yeah. I think that's that. fair. It, yeah. I think that's fair. It's a little bit more okay. blurry. Yeah. It's a little blurry and more blurry. And that's sort of my, how I see that. And I, cause I just feel like you don't, uh, even if they're following you and they're engaging with you, their content, I want to, I want to step further. Right. I want to be in you the want DMs. Them. I totally. want to have any Okay. So then it's like, that's what happens is everybody just like posts to their social groups. And sends the email, but then how are you going to grow your business? Girl, you can you come and talk to people that I know? Like they, they're, they're like, no, I'm on social. I'm good. I'm like, mm, yeah. How okay. are you going to, how are yeah. you going to get, I, say, well, I don't have any leads. Okay. Well, there's three things in my world you should be doing. We should be doing outbound sales. You should be doing guest speaking or podcasting guest content, which is one of this podcasting. Yes. Or you can do ads. That is the way you reach that third. That is the only way you can bring people in. I mean, and I will say this, I can share something on social media and yes, somebody could share it and then get my, I can be exposed and they, but that's mm -hmm. on them. That is not on me. That is not mm -hmm. something that I can control. That is not mm -hmm. the effort that I can put in. So this is why mm -hmm. podcasting is one of my three like major or things that businesses really yeah. need to focus on. So we're yes. all on the same page. Yes. Well, I, I love that you just said all that because I, I, I will run into that quite a bit of people that are like, well, yeah. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just out there on social, you know, all the time and da da da. And, and then they're like, yeah, but I don't know. My business just isn't growing. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean you like, that's wonderful. Nurture the people that love you like a hundred percent. Like I'm not saying like you don't need them. You do, but 
they're not going to do your job for you. Like you need to be going out there and people are always, you know, another thing, a mindset thing. And, and I'm sorry, I know we're kind of going over time here, but I'm just all jazzed up now about it. But <laughs> you know, one thing is that, um, you know, people have a mindset thing too around like, well, what if I mess up? What if I'm on mm -hmm. a podcast and I say something wrong and I'm here to tell you, mm. I say stuff wrong all the time. I, I mean, I, I swear I stumble over words. Like I'm real when I'm on a podcast and that is what people want from you too. You know, they want mm. you to be real out there. And I truly, 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 truly think that the worst thing that could happen is that you don't put yourself out there because your business will not grow. Do not be worried about stumbling over a word, saying something wrong. Now, granted, be here on with Selena is a live recording. That's a little different. But most podcast recordings are going to be done beforehand. If you really feel like you said something mm -hmm. so wrong and messed up, mm -hmm. you can always ask the host to edit it out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't, it's not the, the end all be all. And I don't want that to be something that, you know, you get up in your head about before you even do it. That's interesting. Yeah, it sort of is a barrier for for people's fears around that. I mean, and I'll tell you, I started going, this is you know going to be into an audio. And it's funny because, okay, I have a couple things to say. One is, and then I really, then I want to get to the sort of a final question. Um, <laughs> well, because I think we need to, we want to get into sort of like the pitching piece, just a little bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. how to do that. Um, but just, I started going live and it's like, oh man, like it takes time, but it gets better mm -hmm. and it's, it gets easier. And you just have to some point throw yourself in there. I mean, being an entrepreneur, being an owner, being a CEO requires that. I mean, you mm -hmm. kind of have to throw yourself in there no one way or the other. Yes. The other thing, and I just want to say the other thing I wanted to, this is maybe a little bit, sorry. So, so you, the one thing about the audio is that you, they hear your voice. You mentioned this before. They hear your voice. It's very personal. It is about yourself. It's not like pre-constructed article mm -hmm. that you may be sent to an editor. It's not. And it's, so it's very personal. It's very raw. It's, and, mm -hmm. and I think people can already begin to see what it's like to work with you when they hear you talk. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Other thing I want to say, just a little another boost for pro, 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 promo for podcasting is that when it's in a podcast, it's there forever, right? Whereas a social media post, mm -hmm. if I do a reel, like it's gone the next day, right? It's gone yes. within like four hours. And yeah. whereas the podcast becomes searchable and it becomes something that lives forever, similar to YouTube where it's a search engine, right? It's that SEO piece. So we didn't even get into that. Um and so just there's so many different aspects that uh, that are advantageous because I do think that fear is real and just trying to maybe re just reinforce some of the positives and real true benefits of being on podcasts is, is, is important. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I want to talk about really quickly, just like, how do you, one what thing do you, that you, you suggest? Okay. All right. I was just, yeah. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. I, sorry. You were a little delayed. What would you like to say? Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, uh, you know, another thing to think about is that every podcast you do is content for you that's evergreen in the sense that you're on a podcast. You can go in and chop that up into a bunch of different one minute, two minute, three minute things. You can put them on your social. You can put them on your website, et cetera. All I want to do is just make the point that like, yes, it's searchable, which is amazing. It's long term content, but you can also put it into content that you can be using on your own channels as well. Which kind of speaks to also the fact that you don't need to be doing a hundred every month. Exactly. Yes. Two a month, two a month. That's a great goal. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. So how do we do this? Well, how do we pitch? Well, like how do we, what's your, what's your magic formula or at least what would you like to show? Yeah. 
terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I think it's important for people to realize like they might be listening to us and be like, my, my God, that sounds like a lot of work, you know, and stuff to, to do that like correctly. And what I really recommend people do is create a solid pitch template. And so what that is, is like, when you get started, you're going to essentially create 90% of your pitch and you're going to use that every time you pitch. So that's going to have your credibility markers in it. It's going to have solid topic ideas. Like maybe you come up with four or five solid topic ideas. And then based on the host, you choose what two or three you want to send them. Um, it's going to have, you know, your one sheet attached. If, you, if that's something you want, your audio bio, et cetera. Um, you know, those things are going to be in there so that all you're having to do is go in at the top, put the host name in, put in a couple sentences about what you really love about their show, why you think that you would be a good fit for their audience, choose the couple topics that make sense, and then hit send. So it's not that you're having to reinvent the wheel every time. Um, you, you're going to create that pitch template. That's going to be number one. And then you're going to use that over and over and over again. And so I think that that's important for people to hear is, is like, that's going to be the the basis for the the pitches that you're going to send. Perfect. So you've kind of got your basics and then you're going to need to uh, sort of uh, customize the, the pitch itself, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you can even have it in Gmail as a template email, you know, things like that, that you're just then having to add in some things. You've done your research, you just add in some stuff um, and then you're able to hit send. And that makes life, you know, a lot easier. The other thing I want to say about the topics and one thing that makes it for a really great pitch is that you need to come up with topics. Um, and the reason that I say that is there are a lot of people out there that will just be, they th I think they think they're helping the host by saying, here are the things that I'm an expert in. You let me know what you want to talk about. And you guys no. like, and the reason that I say that is that's more work for the host. We are trying to make it as easy as possible to get to a yes. So when we send topic ideas over, they need to be solid topic ideas, but they need to be specific. They need to be ones that they think will resonate with their audience. Um, and that's what you're going to send over, not just some bulleted things out that you think you can like, oh, I could talk about branding, marketing, whatever. Like, no, you need to get in there. Like, let's talk about the three brandy trends for 2022 and get in, you know, give us a, a couple sentences after that. I want you to really get in on those topic ideas. Topic ideas are what have gotten my clients booked on Tyler McCall, Copywriters Club, huge, huge podcast. Not, we didn't know them. We're cold pitching them. But it is the solid pitch with solid topic ideas that is what getting our clients booked on those shows. I love that. Tell us how to um, now. I know you have some resources, right, for people uh, yes, around definitely. maybe some. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. and we're going to put that in the in the comments and make sure they get that. Um, before we do that, Christina, how do you then search and find who? Like that is a big mystery, right? Because there's like you just said, there's it is, millions. yeah. Yeah. So that is like part of the resources that we have, like for the do it yourself option, we do talk uh, way more about research, but really, you know, quickly how we do that a lot is we truly do most of it in iTunes. Um, so we're in there quite a bit, iTunes, Apple podcasts, 
kind of searching, you know, um, you know, by category or things like that for shows that will make sense for us. But really what I say to people when they're first getting started with podcasting or podcast guesting is um, ask your audience, ask your current clients, who are they listening Mm -hmm. to? Put it up on social. What are you listening to right now? Who do you have in your earbuds? Of course, you're going to have some responses that don't make sense for what you do. You know, a true crime podcast or, you know, food (laughs) podcast or something like that. And you're like, well, that's cool, you know, but it's maybe not going to make sense for you, but you will get some good ones and you will get some shows that maybe you hadn't heard of before that you can then go drop into iTunes, take a look, take a look if that's going to be the right fit for you. Um, Again, this is kind of a topic that you have to get into a bit more in depth, which we do in training, but absolutely um, there are, are ways to be researching stuff and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like you having a personal contact. Yes, that's really important. And okay. So what I want to just recap a little bit of what we've talked about. We've talked about publicity as earned media, meaning you have earned someone's in my own words, trust to to yeah. l- like have your voice be shared on their platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about podcasting as being part of that. It, there are millions out there, right? And it's it's free to the extent that you don't, you know, mm-hmm. besides getting the uh, in there, um, you, people hear your voice. They mm-hmm. are begin to feel like what it's like to work with you, right? They hear your your position on on thing, and they hear your your authority or your leadership or build credibility. Yes, mm-hmm. it's podcasts are there forever. They're searchable. You can also use that for evergreen content, right? Throughout mm-hmm. your own social media. Um, yes. We know that we need to get beyond our own existing followers and email list, right? And this is a great way to do that. Um, uh, you can, you're saying like get two a month and you're in great shape, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about putting together a number of different templates, right? That kind of, you can, you know, reuse again and again but customize when you go mm-hmm. out to to pitch yourself as a guest as a podcast get uh, as a mm-hmm. you know on a topic and that fundamentally when you pitch it's a pitch is not a bad word that in fact if we do it in a way that actually shows that we see the real true match and win-win situation people like me will just love it like people love it people will like yeah. be uh, and Furthermore, if it doesn't work out, it's for reasons that you cannot control and you just move on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Go into iTunes. You can find, I mean, I know there's a lot of work there, you know, there's a detailed work uh, and approach around that. Um, And, you know, as we sort of, as I sort of summarize this, like this all seems like manageable. It seems like something Mm -hmm. that people can begin to um, really explore how can you, how do you specifically help your clients? I would love to hear that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we have three different ways that we work with clients. So we have a do it yourself, a done for you and a done with you um, option. So the do it yourself is my podcast pitching 101 training. Um, And this is all you can find available on my website. But the one thing I really like to direct people to, and I know this will be in the show notes, but is podcastpublicityquiz.com. And that'll help you figure out which track might make the most sense for you. Um, and so what we have, though, is a podcast pitching 101 training. So that's where we talk about build, how you can build your own pitch template, how you can start to do research, how you can kind of do that pitch sprint 
like I do, that type of thing. The done with you is a VIP day we offer. And this works really well for people that maybe have a team member that they want to start pitching on their behalf. So they're like, hey, I have an assistant. I have a virtual assistant, something like that, that I think could start to do this pitching for me. And so what the VIP day is, we have a brainstorming session and then we create all the assets for you. So the pitch template, um, your PDF one sheet, your audio snippet, literally everything that you need. And then we do a one-on-one training as well. Um, so that's our VIP day. And then our wow. top option, which is definitely, you know, what we've built our agency off of and our, our most popular offering is our podcast pitch broker service. And so what that is, is where we do everything for our clients, you know, other than the actual interviews, we do the pitching, we do the follow-up, we do the um, research, we do everything. And so they do what we call show up and shine. So they just come to the interview, you know, drop their knowledge, build that relationship with the host. Um, and then they go on from there and create that and move that into evergreen content. Um, so we work with a lot of different entrepreneurs. I mean, I know you can't see behind me right now, but you know, this is all clients behind us work right here that we work on. Um, and the thing that we do that's really unique is we actually guarantee bookings. So, um, I came from the PR agency world and excuse my language, but I thought it was utter bullshit that we could never guarantee anything. And so, um, when I started this company, I was like, nah. And so I, um, have a guarantee of placements. We can't, I can't say say to someone, this is where I'm going to get you featured. I can't say that until we're pitching Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But as an entrepreneur, if I'm investing in something, I want to know what it's going to look like at the end of the day. Um, so we have that guarantee and we hold to it. And that's why a lot of our clients continue on with us. And, um, we're very, we're very lucky. And, um, you know, as Selena said, we pitch at a really, really high level. Um, so that's something we're really proud of is that pitch brokers service. But those are the three ways that people can work with us. Wow, that's amazing. And again, yeah, I, I will say that I have been uh, on the receiving end of that. And I, it was, it was, I, I mean, I really mean, it was just like, it was, it was so surprising in a way, because it seemed in some ways, I, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't actually believe that I was being, you know, being spoken to in a way that like respected me, my time and my, you know, yeah. what I, what I'm doing yeah. here. And you know what I mean? So I really, yeah, really totally. uh, vouch for that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So everyone out there, time to get on your podcast. And Christina, I love that you have three options. That I don't know, like, you know, everybody call up Christina right now. Okay, your 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 website is publicity x Christina. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Let's yeah, it's yes. No, it's publicity by Christina. Um by but Christina. yes, she just yeah. Oh no, I uh, thought I was being real clever. Like I was like, ha, 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 bye, whatever. And I remember one of my friends was like, maybe you should just do BY. And I was like, you don't know. And now it's like the bane of my existence. So <laughs> yes, it is publicityxchristina.com. You can also find me on Instagram at publicityxchristina um, and Christina with a CH. But like I mentioned that podcastpublicityquiz.com, if you're interested in seeing what makes the most sense for you is a great spot, a great place to start. Awesome. Christina, I really appreciate your time, all of the knowledge, all of the insights, all of the enlightening around this thing that everybody keeps hearing and is questioning what what it really means and how to do it effectively. I just really appreciate it. I know our listeners um, have learned so much. And of course, I have learned so much as well. It has been a real pleasure. Thank you for being here. 
thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. I love connecting with you, our love of mutual love of sunset. And then, um, of course, you know, for your listeners as well, uh, to be able to, to hear this conversation, especially because I think it's so important what you talk about the sales kind of side of things and hearing like, okay, how can this help you and how do they differ? And yet also, how are they the same? Yep. And how do we need to get to new audiences so that we can get leads and new clients and new revenue and have thriving businesses, right? Like that's what we all want. Yeah, Mm -hmm, (laughs) definitely. That's what the end game is here for sure. Yeah, exactly. This is what everybody wants. This is an amazing way. I mean, hey, you just get to go on and chit chat and talk about yourself. I mean, who doesn't love to do that, right? Who doesn't love to do that? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. Thank you. I'm out. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.